is a big lesson that you know I've been able to now teach other people about. And every time I look back now on that experience, right, I take it as a as a as a as a moment to learn. Hello and welcome to another episode of the First Start Podcast, a show where we share success principles, explore the stories, experiences, and journey of real people in order to provide newcomers with strategies to succeed. My name is David Ojenka. Today's show is the part two of how to unnest the power of community with Jeanette Additional. If you haven't heard part one yet, I'll strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it. That is the episode right before this because you need that for context. Now, let's dive right into part two of how to harness the power of community with JNet Additional. Now, let's talk a little bit about failure. You know, we've all had a time in our lives when we failed. So, tell us a story about a personal failure or mistake you made and how what you learned from it and how you were able to do a cost correction. I like to say that I'm a student of life. <laughs> I am a student of life and life learning will never stop as long as you are alive. That's one thing that I have come to realize. And um, failure. <laughs> oh my God. Failure used to be a word that scared me in mm. the past. The Janet of 2018 or 2017, when she hears the word failure, I would shake a little, you know, or my heart would sink a little if someone ever dared told me that I failed. But this is 2021, and I'm pleased, David, to inform you that the word failure does not even deter me a bit right now Mm -hmm. because I've learned to change my mindset when it comes to that word. Mm -hmm. I've learned to look at failure as an opportunity for growth. I have learned to take lessons from failed experiments or failed situations, situations that would count as failure. I've learned to, you know, take the lessons from them and just keep going. So I'll share a story about when I think I failed. People, some people might not think, you know, this whole thing falls on that failure, but I'm very, very, I have high expectations of myself. So I tend to be very hard on myself. So, um, so I, I had the opportunity to make um, a connection with someone who I greatly admired. And, um, you know, um, I would like to believe that it was the same. <laughs> you know, like we greatly admired each other. And um, the person was very inspiring. You know, I think we had some um, relationship mm-hmm. that was professional, you know. on. And then um, something happened. Um, this was like some years back. Um, I was looking to make a career switch and I had reached out to this person. And then I, I had gone to their LinkedIn profile and I'd taken a look that, oh, I am very, I'm very interested in, you know, what you did. I, I looked at the LinkedIn profile and um, I loved the way they worded, you know, the LinkedIn profile because, you know, revamping your LinkedIn is one of the things you have to do when you're looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. So I had gone there and um, I'd taken off some things just, you know, like, oh, I'll do that later, you know, just to revamp my own page and, you know, just use um, the idea that they had on their page to work on mine. Mm-hmm. 
that is what you call there's a word for it it's not called stealing what is the word for it <laughs> there's a word for it when you lift things from other people's plagiarism yep plagiarism so i committed plagiarism <laughs> wow not intentionally because my plan was remember my plan was it was an honest mistake i would say Mm-hmm. Although when this happened, I did not think of it as that. I really beat myself up that how could you have, you know, done this? But I did that and I think the person discovered after a while, abandoned my LinkedIn feed. I didn't even pay attention to it. And I just left what I copied there, you know, under the thing without going back to change it. I just forgot it. And then this person discovered and it kind of caused a strain in the relationship. And that was a a, a moment for me to learn. Mm-hmm. This thing happened, and I had to take a lesson from it. I felt like I had failed as a person. I failed as I failed, you know, uh, um, I failed in every sense of the word failure because I looked at myself and just like, how dare you, Janet? Like you're, you know, it's just this. I don't want to say it's a pride thing, but I thought that like, you know, this was something that I could have easily avoided. Mm-hmm. This was something that I know is wrong and should not have even happened in the first place. I found myself in that situation, which was, you know, horrible as it was. But, um, you know, I reached out and just like, okay, I apologized to the person, took it down, you know, and apologized that, okay, I apologize. Of course, it caused a strain in the relationship, but that moment really stands out to me because it was a big lesson for me. Mm-hmm. It's a big lesson that, you know, I've been able to now teach other people about. And every time I look back now on that experience, right, mm-hmm. I take it as a, as a, as a, as a moment to learn. Mm-hmm. So I am not perfect. We are human beings. We are fallible. We make mistakes. But even if you have now gone out of your way to fail or do something that is wrong, it is also important, right, to pick yourself up. Do the right thing, which was which was what I did. I apologize. Do the right thing, take it down, and then find a way to move past it. Because spending time in that, you know, beating down stage will take a lot from you. I I, I went through that phase, so I can tell you now that it will take a lot from you because all you can think of is how could I have done this? Because you owed yourself in the highest thing. So that's one of the experiences that happened to me that, you know, um, as been a great lesson to my life when it comes to bullying. Thank you so much for being vulnerable to share that. Now let's talk about the, the, the internationally trained talents and international students in Canada. You know, a lot of people have perceptions about, about them. And some of the perceptions um, are, are absolutely wrong. But I would like to, to hear what are some of the perceptions that people have had about you in the past and you know um what advice would you give to the typical canadian who has no clue about other people's culture and what should we do going forward well uh we we all carry biases with us i remember when i moved here and you know when i hear people talk about the perception other people have of immigrants it would it would make me really sad, but I'm also very self-aware and quick to recognize that we are all human beings. We are mm-hmm. vulnerable. So everybody, we all have biases. That is mm-hmm. standard. So um, 
<laughs> These biases influence, you know, the way we look at other people. It influences what we see and what we believe. I started working um, in corporate Canada as a customer service rep. And I have an accent. Everybody does. I don't know. Even Canadians have an accent. It's a Canadian accent, right? Americans have an accent. We all have an accent. It's not something that is peculiar to immigrants. I think that's the thing that, you know, um, most people in this part of the world try to, you know, point out the fact that, you know, as immigrants from Africa, you have an accent. So um, being a customer service rep, I know for people that don't know what customer service work, but most of the time you're on the phones, you take phone calls. So I've had to speak with a lot of people. And um, I've had instances where people, people request to speak with somebody else that speaks English. And uh, for someone <laughs> from Nigeria, Niger in Nigeria, English is, <laughs> English is the, is the, um, the 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 main um what's what's the word for it the lingua franca right that's the main language that we use to communicate in Nigeria that was the language that was used to that was trained on while I was in primary school secondary school university I I can't speak English uh, that's what I'm saying right now right David you can understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but this person requests us to speak with someone that can, that speaks English. And I was just like, when you are new to a new country, that kind, those kind of occurrences, that type of incidents, they can dampen your soul, your spirit, because you're like, like, I am speaking English. Like, I, I don't understand why someone would not want to speak with me and we could speak to someone else. So I've had cases like that. That happened to me like twice. And I understand that, you know, that's not usually the case, but that is one of the one of the biases, numerous biases that people have of immigrants. They just assume that, oh, you probably can't speak English very well. I've had people question me and they're like, oh, how come you speak English so well? Because that's a bias that they have of immigrants, that if you're from Africa, you probably don't know how to speak English. So I've been through situations like that, and I'm very sure that other people have. And um, I have tried my best not to let those type of situations or occurrences, you know, um, dampen my spirit, like I said. I have taken lessons from them. I remember when I was in customer service, and I did write a blog on this um, on my page, I shared tips with people on how to, um, you know, not to be um, deterred by situations like that and just focus more on being clear, you know, speaking clearly and slowly so that they can understand what you're saying. because. I know that sometimes we speak fast, so people can't, you know, hear us clearly. So I take time to enunciate my words when I'm speaking to people on the phone. Those are some of the tips that I, I you know, I share my page that, you know, help me through that phase. So those type of situations are things that will make people, you know, um, question, oh, why did I move to Canada? You start thinking about your life. Especially people that, you know, you built a good career for yourself before you relocated to this part of the world. And you are unable to get a career in the, in the a job in, the, in your career field, in the one that you are trained for because you have you know, experience from outside of the country already. You have to seek to get in a lower paying job. Mm -hmm. 
And then you get to that role and people are even talking down on you or making you feel less than just because you're different, you're new to the system. So I have learned that those situations will happen, but we have control over how we react to them. And it's our reaction to them that really puts weight on those incidents, really. Because it's not much of what the person has done to you or said to you, it's much of how you've reacted to it. So in that situation, I was able to, you know, calm down and politely just move the person up to somebody else. And for future occurrences, I decided to, you know, learn how to see it properly, just take my time, you know, when I'm speaking to people over the phone to pronounce my words clearly. And I use this um, natural phonetics alphabet mm-hmm. um, when I'm speaking with people, especially when people are telling me their names or I'm giving my name to someone, right? I can just easily, you know, tell them that oh, uh, um, A for Apple, you know, D for Delta, E for Echo. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me to, in that particular role that I was in. Mm-hmm. So um, as we go on as immigrants, there'll be like situations like that that we tend to, you know, face us for I've learned that we should not let those type of situation, you know, deter us if they do happen. Another advice I'll give to immigrants is to be patient. We should try and extend the grace that we give to other people to ourselves. You are doing the best you can. You already took it. Like moving to a new country by yourself or with your family is already an act of courage. You are courageous people. We are courageous people. We have left it all behind. To, like it takes a lot to actually come into a new place and say you want to start over. It takes a lot. So be kind to yourself. No matter where you're at right now, please try to extend the grace that you give to other people to yourself. Understand that, you know, it will take time. It will take time to settle in. It will take time to, you know, find your fit. The sooner you realize that, the better it will be for you. It will take time. Good things do take time. So be patient. Because everything good is going to come. And finally, I would say that one other advice I would give people is not to compare their own journey to that of others. Comparison, that is a big tip of joy. Now, I am speaking from experience now when I tell you that comparing my life to other people has done nothing but bring, like, bring me despair. It has done nothing but, you, you know, you just, it has a way of making you sink into, like, it, it, it leads you into, like, a dark place. You just, it's like a hole. You're digging it for yourself. And then before you know it, you're just sunk in that hole, mopping and thinking about everything that is not going right for you. Just because you're basing your success, both objective and subjective metrics, on someone else's life. The sooner you accept that this person and you are on very different journeys, the easier it will be for you to accept whatever challenge will come your way. The easier it will be for you to understand that, okay, my journey is peculiar to me. That person's journey is peculiar to them. And even though I can look at their life, you know, and take lessons from their experiences, we are both on different journeys. So the sooner we accept that as individuals, the better, you know, it will be for everyone of us. Wow. Thank you so much for that. What other thing would you like to add to this conversation? I think one final thing that I would add is to encourage anybody you know, looking to, to make a career switch or you know move to Canada or 
whatever this, whatever is that big thing that you're trying to do with your life is he are you looking to start your business are you looking to to pursue a new degree whatever it might be this is your reminder to just start don't wait until everything is perfect to figure it out you can go on and figure it out as you go as you start the journey because the hardest thing that you ever have to do is just start so if you can just you know push yourself to begin the journey everything will fall in place as you go so that would be my final advice for everyone that is listening to this podcast thank you so much for your support and for being a guest on the fresh start podcast thank you all right thank you david Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fresh Start. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you know and love. Please go ahead and subscribe on any platform you listen to your podcast. And also please take a moment to leave us a review because that would help us to reach more audience. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at freshstartorb. If you know any newcomer you think would be a good fit to interview for the podcast, we'd like to hear from you please go to www.thefreshstartup.com to nominate someone. We appreciate you and remember, no matter how hard the past is, you can always begin again. Take care and have a great week.